listening to Radio Owl's Nest. The songs of Martin Page, all day, all night, forever. So grab a cup of tea, settle down with us in the Owl's Nest. My goodness, my goodness, this is the end of the year show. I think I've done 14 episodes, and I suppose this is what we call the first season. Will there be a second season? Well, that's very debatable. Uh, Who can tell? I suppose that is up to you, all those wonderful owl heads out there, if you're listening. I will leave that decision to you. I've had a good time all through the year. Every month it's been fun to do a show and to play the odds and sods and all the paraphernalia of my career, digging into the vaults, digging into the archives. It's been a great big buzz for me. I hope you've enjoyed some of it and I hope uh, maybe uh, you've learnt some things down the line like don't ever be a songwriter. It'll send you as bad as a hatter. I'm a great example of that. Happy Christmas, I suppose. At the end of the year, we must be pretty near that time. I hope you've all had a very, very fruitful year. So let's get on to it, shall we? Because we're here to play some music from... Thank you, Igor. You've been with me all year and um, you're still as thick as a brick as you were the first day, the first show uh, when you appeared. So thank you, Igor. You're loved by many out there, I'm sure. This song actually only just quite recently went into the vault, so it's actually quite brand new. It's only been there for a couple of months. It's a song that's called The Admiral's Daughter. I went into a folk era when I was writing for Robbie Williams and this song appeared. I think it's quite a good choice for Christmas and the reveries of this time. It's about a man who is chased out to sea because he likes the ladies, but the lady he's chosen is the Admiral's daughter. There was a girl I was courting She was the Admiral's daughter She was the road to my room So tip your hats and away we'll go Push away the boats and row, boys, row Look over your shoulder for the bullet boys' guns There's a bullet with my name on So where we'll run She called my eye in Bristol Seen such a pretty pearl, and I was soon in her again when the marriage bells are ringing. And I left the poor guy weeping, for I promise I was not keeping. And all the fouls I swore, I left her standing at the church. So tip your hats and away we'll go, push away the boats and Hood 
So the moral of that story is if you're going to date somebody, don't date the Admiral's daughter. Uh, or if you do, you better marry her. Great to write a folk song. I actually sang about Bristol there in the verse, and that's a town that I played in as a uh, young bassist. And uh, again, I was born in Southampton, and the first, uh, the second band I joined was in Bristol, and they're both ports. So that's probably why I seem to write these fe- seafaring songs now and then. The old uh, salt water gets into my veins. And something about winter, something about Christmas, I just feel like we all should go down the pub, drink a casket of rum, and sing about the Admiral's daughter. Um, so there we are. The Admiral's Daughter, I think I'm going to put that on a double album called The Poetry of Collisions, an album that will feature a lot of my tracks that you would have heard on Radio Owl's Nest throughout the year. Uh, A cornucopia of strange odds and sods. Uh, It takes my fancy now to take you back to an album called In the Temple of the Muse, and I had a song on there called The Long Walk Home, and we mentioned Robbie Williams at the beginning of this show, and uh, he cut this song when he heard it on my album. Uh, He did a great version of it, actually. I'm going to play you now the original, the demo, and uh, the the actual version that went on to In the Temple of the Muse. I'll talk to you a little bit about it after. Listen to the low five-string bass of The Long Walk Home. Baby, you can pick away the moon And pour away the ocean You can take apart the sun And run from everyone You can blow out all the stars But I know the day will come When love unchains your soul And you'll take the long walk home seen you for a while There's a shadow on your face A lie in your smile You sent the world away Everything's just fine But there's a cry for help Behind your eyes Baby You can pick away the moon And pour You can take apart the sun And run from everyone You can
a song called The Long Walk Home and it was featured on my second uh, solo album uh, In the Temple of the Muse Um, very interesting with this song and I think all you songwriters will respond to this you know when you've written a song and you think like this is it 
the melody's good, everything feels quite right about it, but you just can't get the right groove or the right um, emotion in the song, even though you know the, the song is strong. I remember with this uh, track particularly, I started off on a double-time rhythm where the whole thing was going very much like what you can hear at the end of the song, a double-time, but pleasey, had that police vibe. And somehow with the emotion of the lyrics, which was really about recovery and about beating an addiction, um, I thought we've got to start this song and build into that uh, sort of police feel at the end. So I gutted everything, gutted it, took all the parts out. When my manager heard what I was doing, she was thinking, oh my God, he's gone really batshit crazy now. But um, eventually, <laughs> I got it the way I felt it. And uh, you'll hear at the beginning of the song, I'm, I've taken all the reverb off of the voice just to get that real intimate connection. Many of my songs, right at the last minute, I will gut them and almost start again. Long Walk Home was very very much like that. You can hear on the master here, that's Jack Hughes playing guitar with that uh, lovely arpeggios at the end. And you can also hear the wonderful guitar of Russell Broom. He's playing the acoustic solo and many other parts. Um, it's me playing the keyboards and doing that big low five string bass. It was lovely to have Robbie Williams fall in love with this song. I think he uh, definitely uh, responded to the recovery lyrics. Here are true facts about the owl. They crush their victims, then tear off little strips before swallowing them whole, digesting them, and then vomiting out the bones and fur in a small pellet. And this is why it's polite to throw up at an owl dinner party. How pleasant. Um, so when you're at your Christmas party down the line here, you know what you can do. You can vomit like a proud owl. They'll love you for it. Just say you're a fan of Radio Owl's Nest and you've been given the permission. And if you make that noise after you've vomited, I'm sure you'll be the life and soul of the party. It's the important grand music that always heralds something rather special and i do think here at uh radio house nest episode 14 end of the season thank you thank you are you going to thank you but let's keep the drums going because this is quite a real real rarity i found a demo i thought i'd lost uh, it was the third song i wrote with bernie Tolpin. Um, after we built the city and these dreams, it was a song called We Are Romantics, Are You One Too? Uh, it was written in the 80s and you'll be able to tell that. Actually, I've only just heard it again after such a long time and I thought, yes, this is really from the 80s. <laughs> Oh, they're all rather excited, and you can tell I'm rather excited. Uh, this demo was done on a Fostex 8-track, only the third song I'd written with Bernie, so um, I thought it might be for my band Q-Feel, and I think you can hear in Bernie's lyrics that he was aiming it at my band Q-Feel. It really has that sense of the era. I was just using my one synthesizer I had here back in the 80s, uh, the Jupiter 8 synthesizer, and one little cheap little microphone and a little delay unit. Um, but anyway, you can hear that everything was concentrating on the groove. I really enjoyed, after all this time, hearing the bass line. Um, there's a lot of Thompson Twins and I think Heaven 17 influences. Anyway, here's the third song I wrote with Bernie Taupin back then in the 80s. It's the cassette demo. We are romantics. Are you one too?
years and then you hear it it's like really quite strange it's quite uh, wow it's like bewildering you go I wrote that um, I was a baby and I wrote that and uh, lots of things about a song that you haven't heard for a long time ago you go like well my god why don't I play more synth bass these days oh my god what an attitude of the vocal oh my god don't I sing a higher than I do now all those kinds of things come into your mind but I did enjoy listening to that and listening fresh <laughs> I could hear the cynical side of Lip Bernie's lyrics there I think he was taking the piss out of us at that time you know the 80s was changing everything we're all rather romantic weren't we but on the uh, final chorus there I was trying to bring in those chords that make you feel like yes we are rather romantic with our puffed up hair um, there you go uh, we are romantics, are you one too? I'm sure Bernie hasn't heard that for a hundred years either, and he's probably happy that he hasn't. No, not the sound of my knees, not the sound of the bones of the old body here, but the creaking door of the archives, the creaking door of the vault. 
Let's go walking down into the doom, into the darkness, through the cobwebs, through the slime, push the bats away from our hair and our faces, and let's play a ballad from the vault. This is a song that I've always loved. Um, (laughs) I break down every now and then when I know that the song has never been cut. This was sung by my great friend, Peter Cox, uh, the lead singer with Go West, and Saida Garrett. What a session singer she is, you know. Um, Did all those sessions with Michael Jackson and wrote uh, that song, Man in the Mirror. Uh, They both came over to my garage, uh, which I suppose now is the vault in the archives, and they sang for me a duet, a song I wrote called Moment of Truth. I'll say no more, but just to let you hear the demo of a song with these great singers that helped me out on it. This is Moment of Truth. Time when I 
how lucky could I be? Um, Peter Cox from Go West and the great Saida Garrett singing a duet for me. That's the demo of a song called Moment of Truth. Um, I would have thought it might have been cut by somebody, but no, <laughs> it still remains in the vault. Um, and it was put on hold for... Art Garfunkel, remember? The uh, the man who sang with Simon and Garfunkel and he wanted to sing it with Cider and I believe he did cut it. For some reason that album didn't come out. Um... And the great music mogul, Clive Davis, he actually showed a big interest in that song, and I think he called up my manager and said, I think we're going to find an artist for that. But they didn't. Um, they just lie. They all lie, don't they? Uh, but I enjoyed doing that demo with Peter and Saida. It's very rare when you get two singers together and uh, of that quality, and they understand what you're doing. Thank you, Peter and Saida. So I can hear that atmospheric landscape, ambient music creeping in. That means it's time for the thing that you love the most or you hate the most. (laughs) The quiz. You probably say if he ever does season two, I hope he drops the quiz. But we're still in season one, so I am a repetitive kind of man. So I am going to go forward with the quiz. You know the rules, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. 50 points for the first question. 50 points for the second question. There's our piano player who plays just at the right time. Been doing it for 12 months now. I really respect him. Well played, sir. Well played. Okay. Question number one. I wrote a song called Fallen Angel, and it was recorded on Robbie Robertson of the band Fame. First solo album, a song called Fallen Angel. And a guest singer performed on that song. I'd like to know who was that famous guest singer. Okay, Fallen Angel, my song with Robbie Robertson. Thank you, piano player. Who was the guest singer on that song? Question number two. And this is quite a frivolous one. I used to be, as a kid, a semi-professional football player in uh, England. And I played for Southampton. What positions, two positions, did I play as a semi-professional footballer for Southampton? I'll give you a clue. Just look at my body. Look how tall I am. That should give it all away. There you are. The last questions on uh, for the year, episode 14. And I can hear you all going, thank God. Hi, this is Trevor Thornton here. And you're listening to Radio Owl's Nest with Martin Page, where you'll only hear Martin Page songs all day and all night long. God, what torture. What What? What? great echo that is. Uh, Thank you, Trevor. I have fond memories of my drummer, Trevor Thornton, uh, being involved in the fourth episode. It was a great show. He insulted me throughout, and he's continuing to do that now. Thanks, Trev. Happy Christmas. Onward into the second half of the show. And I'm feeling rather nostalgic patriotic all those wonderful warm thoughts that you have at the end of the year when you think over what has happened um i want to play you a song that is rather nostalgic and very patriotic i think song called the light of dawn i wrote it in 2015 and put it on a solo album of mine um the hotel of the two worlds it was the fourth track on that album the gist and the essence of this song is about and um, we always have to basically get up in the mornings don't we and open the doors and walk 
walk out and hopefully the sun is up there in the sky and we have to have a positive out- attitude. Um, at least we have to try to have that positive attitude. And so to all my owl heads out there, I'm sure throughout the last year you've had your ups and downs. Uh, we never do not have our ups and our downs. But hopefully through it all, you're still standing tall. And it's the end of the year, so it seems to me we should be looking forward towards a new light of dawn. And I have felt my spirit shaken When I hope some born had died So on wings of grace we come to this place For which our Father's side I have seen the clouds pass over Till we stand in
song of mine called The Light of Dawn, um, and that was on my 2015 solo album, um, Hotel of the Two Worlds. I do have long titles, don't I, in my albums, In the House of Stone, Light, and Temple of the Muse, Hotel of the Two Worlds. My goodness me, I um, do have a penchant for um, mythology, I suppose. That song, The Light of Dawn, I hope uh, it's going to be a good, bright light of dawn for all of us in the brand new coming year. So this is a kind of retro kind of uh, looking back uh, into the vaults, into the archives thing, isn't it? So shall we, shall we, shall we go back again into the vaults? No, no, it can't be that bad. No, no, it, it won't be that bad. Believe me. No, no, it's just a song. It's just one of my demos, you know. No, no, it's okay. Calm yourself down. It's only a demo from the 1990s, but it's quite a rare demo because um, I wrote two songs with the great Hal David. Hal David, um, of Burt Bacharach fame. Uh, it was pretty amazing at that time for him to arrive at my house one day with, actually, in his car, I can remember he had a, a set of golf clubs, and I thought, strange for a songwriter. But um, that was Hal David, and uh, we wrote two songs together. This one is the first one, and it's called Still Loving You. Oh, I'll get her out of here. She couldn't have heard it. I've never played this song. This song has never been heard before. So take that lunatic out of the owl's nest, please. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Take... <laughs> okay! I can still hear her. Uh, this song was great to write with Hal. Actually, he stayed with me while I wrote the music. And uh, as I was making the song and uh, putting down some of the guide vocals, he would just wander around me with his uh, pen and paper in hand and he would jot down ideas. Great to work with a legend with so much experience. And uh, it was good that he felt that he wanted to write with me because I was quite new in town at that time. I just started writing with Bernie Taupin. Seemed that all the lyricists were descending on me at that time. I'm quite affectionate about this song. Um, thought we built a really good feel and atmosphere. Check it out for yourselves. Still loving you. Tells me you 
That's a song called Still Loving You, written in the 90s um, with Hal David. Um, I was listening to a lot of Ice House and a lot of uh, Roxy music at that time, and around the periphery, that kind of U2 uh, feel. And I really wanted to write a pop song with him, uh, but I, I wanted it to feel contemporary to him, but also have that, uh, I suppose, Ice House feel. Um, the demo was done on a 16-track, and um, we did it really in a period of two days. It was very interesting with Hal uh, that he, you know, I said, you, shall I make a demo, and you go away and write the lyrics. And, of course, with Bernie, he just sent me the lyrics up front. So, uh, But Hal was, no, right, let's do it on the spot. I do remember that I would be making the track, playing the music, and he'd wander off in my house and go into the toilet and um, stay there for very long periods of time. And then come out and uh, read some lyrics to me. And I said, yeah, 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 let me try those. And then if we get to the next section, he would wander off again and go to the toilet. And I wouldn't see him again for another 20 minutes. And I thought, maybe something in my toilet is very inspiring. Maybe there's something happening in there that I'm just not aware of. Um, he was a lovely man. He was brilliant. I really love how it was just that sometimes I'd look over my shoulder and he wasn't there. And then I'd hear the toilet flushing and go, ah, he's writing lyrics. <laughs> So I'd get, when he left, I'd go into the toilet and just look around, stu- study the toilet and think there's something inspirational in here that I can't see at this point. I'd, I'd flush the toilet. No, no lyrics came to me at all. I'd sit down there quietly. No, no lyrics come to me. Flush the toilet again. No, no lyrics. Um, uh, But uh, hell, definitely in that small toilet of mine back in the 90s. Something happened in that room because every time he came out, he had a new verse. Now, you know, here at Radio Owl's Nest, we don't hold back. We tell all the stories. Um, another story about still loving you and working with the brilliant Hal David. Um, I remember saying to him, sushi bar. Uh, I'm not sure we should sing sushi bar in the verse. And he went, nope, you've got to keep that in. We need an odd, odd, odd sentence here and there. And who was I to disagree? Um, he said, you need something to jump out. So that's why uh, Sushi Bar stayed in this song. And also, after I, uh, my my way of singing was I do scats at the end. I just make up words and I just go with it. Now you hear me going, my baby blue, on the end, doing my uh, impression of um, Brian Ferry and Ice House. So I was singing this baby blue thing on the end. And his manager, which was his son, he called me up or called my management up and said, Hell didn't write that. Hell did not write my baby baby blue that's not in the lyrics i want it out i said i'm just scatting i'm just scatting it's just free i'm just thinking and it made me made me think that possibly back in the burt Bacharach days they never scattered you know they never made things up they just had to follow the lyric sheet anyway the stories from the vault stories from the archives we don't hold back at radio owl's nest My friends up there in the rafters, it does sound a bit like, who cooks for you? Uh, I think they sound a little bit melancholy. I think they know it's uh, episode 14 and it's the last show of the year. But we've still got some great stuff to play. And I'm going to dip right back to, because it's a retro show, uh, 2012. um, A song 
called I'll Grow Old With You. So if you don't mind, I'm going to move in and be upstairs at the old grandpa and I'll grow old with you. No, you wouldn't like that, would you at all? Anyway, this is from an album called A Temper of Peace. And this is just me, the old man there up in the loft, living with you forever. What a lovely thought. Me with an acoustic guitar, I'll Grow Old With You. As I watch the firelight Tremble in your eyes Well, I'm lost for words I thought I could make it on my own Walk this road alone Oh, but I was wrong There comes a time When the heart decides No darkness will block the sun And everything changes When you meet the one you need It's just that simple when you let go To see tomorrow in her eyes So tonight Put your hand in mine And I'll tell you I've found a wall I have been searching for all my life I Tell you from my soul All I want Is to grow With you That's from an album of mine called A Temper of Peace that I recorded back in 2012. And uh, it's a very short song, isn't it? I was looking at the timing on that. Like, I think it's two minutes, six seconds or something. And back in the... Uh, 50s and 60s, I think that was about the time limit. Then when we went into the uh, late 70s and 80s, the publishers and the record companies told me as a songwriter, get it up to three minutes, and now you can write as long as you bloody well like. But I remember playing that song to a few people, and they said, lovely, why have you stopped? (laughs) Why have you stopped now? You've just got going. Anyway, um, a ballad there from the old grandpa. Sat up there in your loft. He'll never die. He'll be there forever. You wouldn't like that, would you? That's a song called I'll grow old with you i think in the last episode or maybe an episode before that i tried something a little bit different um uh, sometimes on my instagram uh, account i do a pages book club and let you know about the books i'm reading and uh, i thought maybe i should read you something that i've been reading recently from a wonderful book called true peace work essential writings on engaged buddhism was well, a wonderful teacher that i followed for many years called Thich Nhat Hanh and he wrote a beautiful couple of books that I read a long time ago small books called Being Peace and The Art of um, Miracle sorry The Miracle of Mindfulness two exceptional books Uh, they helped me a great deal when I needed to read about um, how to uh, get through some tough times in life so he's a wonderful wonderful teacher from uh, Vietnam anyway he wrote uh, in this book uh, a chapter called the sun my heart and i want to read this to you because i think it's quite special 
We humans think we are smart. But an orchid, for example, knows how to produce noble, symmetrical flowers. And a snail knows how to make a beautiful, well-proportioned shell. Compared with their knowledge, ours is not worth much at all. We should bow deeply before the orchid and the snail and join our palms reverently before the monarch butterfly and the magnolia tree. The feeling of respect for all species will help us recognise the noblest nature in ourselves. That's from Thich Nhat Hanh. He's a wonderful teacher, and uh, this is from the book True Peacework. Check it out. There's the important drummer again. Well, I think it's the end of the year show, so we should have him sort of getting us a little bit revved up for something. It's a new song. Um, I want to play you. I've only just written it, and it's basically for you guys out there in preparation for Christmas. Uh, thank you, drummer. You can clear off now if you want to. Yep. No, no, you... Yes, there's the door. Second door. Okay. No, not that door. <laughs> You can leave now. We all feel like it's an important moment. Okay, he's gone, finally. Um, but I wrote this song um, for Christmas. And I've been playing in the back of my mind that I might one day put together a bunch of songs, an unusual bunch of songs that had that pagan, real, folky kind of unusual sense of um, pastoral Christmas from uh, early Europe. Anyway, this song appeared. I haven't finished it, but I've put a guide vocal down on it. And it's called Star, and I want to dedicate it to all you owl heads out there, my little gift to you for Christmas. It's a mother singing to her child on Christmas night. I hope you like it. Here it is, a new track, Star. Oh, my child, don't you weep to be long. No, my child, don't you weep to be alone. Or just look into the sky. Lift your eyes up to the sky. No, my child, pick a star tonight. And that star will watch over you all your life. Oh, my child, don't close your eyes too soon. No, my child. Don't close your eyes too soon There's a face that watches you There's a man up in the moon Oh, my child Pick a star tonight And that star will watch over you Oh, your life. Oh, sweet child, it's a holy night. 
all my innocence on this winter night. Lay your head back on my heart. Lay your head down on my heart. Oh, my child, pick a start. And that star watch over you all of your life. And that star watch over you all your A new piece I'm working on called Star. Um, my little Christmas gift to you guys out there for being such great supporters throughout the year. Um, it's been wonderful to have you along on my experiment here, the Radio Owl's Nest for the whole year. Been doing a show every month and um, it's been really great to know that a few of you are out there actually with your ears, your owl ears, listening. I want to take this opportunity to thank uh, three exceptional people that have been with me on this uh, year um <laughs> endeavor shall we say endeavor i was about to say year torture um but uh, that is vanessa levitt the late lovely lady who uh, puts together my facebook page and all of my uh, internet stuff which i really don't still quite understand but she does a wonderful wonderful job and helped us get radio owls nest out there thank you uh, vanessa for everything um and also to a gentleman called david knight i call him davido he's up there in canada I call him the painter of the senses. He's been doing wonderful, wonderful artwork for all my projects and being a tremendous um, moral supporter for all my work. So thank you, Davido. And thank you to Mike Rodriguez, who's been with me for a very long time, helping me build all my new studios as I move along in my career and keeping me technically in line. Thanks, Mike. And of course, my manager, Diane Poncher, has been with me um, for over 30 years yes that's real torture the poor girl has had to listen to and she knows every single song that i've played here on owls nest for the year um that is real torture thank you diane but most of all yes let can we have a bit of uh, echo and a bit of uh, reverb here I, I do sound a little bit like moses don't i most of all i gotta thank you all out there the real owl heads the real owl heads i'll say it once and i'll say it like moses one more time thank you all that's the great thing uh, can we take off the Moses? Thank you. I was beginning to grow a beard there and stand on a mountain forever um, with a big staff. That did sound quite good. Um, I want to say your support, your support. What's good about the radio show is I can personally thank you all out there instead of just writing on Facebook and all that stuff. Uh, you know who you are. You've been brilliant and uh, it's kept me going. Thank you all. 
And we've had our effects, haven't we, all through the year? Push certain buttons and certain noises come. That noise means it's time for the quote. And because it's a end-of-the-year show, I think we'll have two quotes. And the quote should be about music, because that's what it's all about, isn't it? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's all about music. And this first quote comes from Confucius, right back in... In 480 BC, yes, that's a little bit earlier than the 80s, um, <laughs> Confucius said about music, The odes are to stimulate our mind and spirit. The rites are to steady us. Music is the final lesson. Thank you, Confucius. Right back there in the pre-disco years of 480 BC. Now we're going to move up to the next quote, which is 1729 by John Gay. And he says, Music might tame and civilise wild beasts, but tis evident it never yet could tame and civilise musicians. <laughs> I like that because I class myself as a musician and I think it's wonderful to be still a little bit out of control and to still be a child at heart. Play is everything. And tea is everything. I'm an Englishman, so a good cuppa. Yes, that's the kettle boiling, and that's always signified throughout the year that it's coming to the end of another show. But damn it, I can't resist pushing this red button here. I made this little ad right, uh, right back when I did the first episode, just to see for fun if it would work. And I can't resist pushing my big finger onto it again. The endorsement button. Go to CD Baby, go to Amazon, go to iTunes, go to Google. Download immediately. immediately. I'm Paige, and I endorse this message. Ah, very nostalgic. I had to push that one more time. You never know. We may never hear that again. And probably you're all saying out there, all in unison, good riddance. But if you did like or fancy anything you heard in this show, you'll find a lot of it at the internet site called CD Baby. They actually have my solo albums there on The Real Thing, uh, the CD Frisbees. And you can download and stream my music there at CD Baby and at iTunes and Spotify, Amazon and Pandora and all those millions of sites that seem to do that kind of thing. I really appreciate your support. Well, I'm rambling on. Um, it looks like we're very near an hour, um, and, <laughs> and I'm still rabbiting on talking big, 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 big mouth pagey. Will there be a season two? I really don't know. I can't look into that crystal ball, and uh, I really want to see what you guys think. If uh, you feel like it's a good thing to do, I'll know. If you feel like it's a ridiculously bad thing to do, I'll probably know that as well. So we'll leave that in the air. I'm going to leave that to you, the wise owl heads. I never walk out of Radio Owl's Nest without making this plea to you all. Please be kind. Please be compassionate to the innocent animal kingdom. Um, we don't need to be doing any of those scientific tests. And I get a lot of mail that says there's still terrible scientific tests being done on animals. And of course, it's Christmas time coming up and people buy animals as a gift. And then within a few weeks, they realize they don't know how to look after the animal. They lose interest and they throw the animal out just like garbage. So let's be mindful and compassionate regarding our animal brothers and sisters. Be healthy, be happy, and thrive. And uh, who could tell? Um, I really don't know, but um, I wonder. Uh, who could tell? Maybe I'll see you again sometime in the owl's nest.